his name. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor's in the house for the last time in 2022. Welcome to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. This is your host, Dr. Ron. I do have an attitude of gratitude that you tune in every, every week or listen to the show as often as you do. I know everybody is busy this holiday season. That's why this is mainly just a greeting. I'm wishing you the best of health and happiness. And as I said in my write-up, next year we're, we will continue to stay ahead of the masses. Since a lot of you know that a lot of times the M is missing. And we've been censored. And we've been deplatformed off of uh, YouTube and other uh Platforms because of certain words almost reminds me of the George Carlin days, the words you were not allowed to say on television. Well, be that as it may, ladies and gentlemen, things uh, are progressing. We're coming out of the Chinese virus, and hopefully, we will never ever have to wear another mask uh, or be subjected to the gene therapy uh, that our government has uh, pushed upon us. But I want to continue to tell you uh, and advise you uh, of ways to, that you can take care of yourself. Uh, you know how I feel about the medical system, the AMA and the Rockefeller medicine, uh, which uses a pill for every ill. And today we find out from none other than John Hopkins that millions are harmed by medical misdiagnosis in the U.S. hospital emergency rooms. John Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen. Put in terms of an average emergency department with 25,000 visits annually and an average diagnostic performance, each year this would be over 1,400 diagnostic errors 500 diagnostic adverse events and 75 serious harms and 50 death per emergency department. Emergency department most often misdiagnosed strokes. They misdiagnosed it. In 2020, according to this article, a white paper was released by the Foundation for the Innovation of Development of Health Safety, and they found that 20 to 25% of patients are harmed by medical errors in primary and outpatient care centers in the United States and Europe and other developing countries. 
25% of preventable harm done to patients was caused by mismanagement in the way drugs were administered. And guess what? In the United States alone, adverse reactions to drugs were responsible for nearly 700,000 emergency room visits. And of those 100,000 hospitalizations every year. Now, do you see why we, we, are, we spend so much money in medicine and, and the medicine is the third leading cause of death? Experts estimate that as many as 98,000 people die in any given year from medical errors that occur just in hospitals. And to put that in perspective, that's more than die from motor vehicle accidents, breast cancer, or AIDS. And you hear a lot more about them than people dying from medical errors in hospitals. More people die from medication errors than die from workplace injuries. And we always have to remember there's a financial cost to this tragedy. So in 2016, as I've reported and done programs on this, John Hopkins University patient safety researchers reported more than 250,000 deaths per year in the United States attributable to medical errors. All right, not to beat this up, but again, you know, sometimes I give you uh, statistics, but here's one from John Hopkins, the John Hopkins. Okay. And I know a lot of you uh, might be having one or more drinks this holiday weekend. Okay. But you know, there's a, there's something that I've talked about for years and years and years. I talked about liver disease from Tylenol. And you know what that is, right? Everybody knows. One of the most common used painkillers, I would say. But you know what you don't know? You don't know how dangerous it is. 500 die and 30,000 are hospitalized each year in the United States from Tylenol. And nobody talks about its toxic effects. It carries risks. Acetaminophen, it's really bad for your liver. You know, there's 100,000 calls to the U.S. Poison Control Center because of Tylenol. Do you know that there's 50,000 emergency room, <clears throat> excuse me, emergency room visits and 10,000 hospitalizations per year because of Tylenol? You know, because you think because it's over the counter, it's safe. But you know what? This Tylenol drug, acetaminophen, dwarfs all other prescription drugs as a cause for acute liver failure in the United States and Europe. And it is not regulated at all. There's no doubt it's dose-related, but how many of you take... Uh, 
two pills, two 500 milligrams and have a headache and take two more, or you have to take it prophylactically. Not good for your liver. It has neurotoxic and psychiatric effects. I to- I've told you in the past about how it blunts your emotions. Blunt your emotions. Empathy reduction was the title of my uh, podcast. Empathy reduction. A single thousand milligram dose produced adverse effects, neurological and biological and psychiatric. Even worse if it's mixed with alcohol. There are natural treatments for pain. This is something we'll get into again next year. And, you know, the future of medicine is here, but nobody's talking about it. I'm talking about it. Dr. Jerry Smith is talking about it. But, you know, we've been brainwashed over the years to believe that only man-made medication and concoctions and medical intervention can cure us. As was seen during this scamdemic that, you know, no credit is given to the human immune system. And it is miraculous, ladies and gentlemen. It can confront nearly any pathogen and give it a good run for its money. But, you know, it was downplayed. It was downplayed that artificial chemicals and gene therapy was better than human immunity. No one's talking about the toxic environment we live in. Your glass of water is toxic if it's not filtered. The air we breathe is toxic. The the ingredients we put on our skin, toxic. That we wash our clothes with, toxic. We live in a toxic world. And we're not doing anything about it in general. It's a complicated issue, I agree. But we have to talk about it. We have to not have our beliefs limited and gaslighted by the media who we know now control the narrative. And anyone with a dissenting view is blocked, canceled. But we are capable of withstanding natural phenomena like viruses. Not what we were told that we could not and that it was an illusion. We have to broaden our knowledge so we cannot we cannot allow ourselves to be gaslighted and put into a, a foxhole and, and say, you, you know, if you you gotta take this or you'll die. Well, fear is a heck of an emotion, and they used it really quite well these past three years. And over the last 25, 30 years or during the Fauci's reign, you know, they they've made chronic disease popular. So that 80% of people over 65 have chronic diseases. Children have more allergies than ever. Peanut allergy, this allergy, that allergy. Afraid to take your children out. 
what do we do about it? These are some of the things I want to talk about next year. How can we detox our heavy metals? How can we digest our food better? How do we keep our cells hydrated? How can we keep, keep our hormones balanced? How do we unify medicine or medical treatment so we don't have a dermatologist, a, a vaccinologist, an immunologist, a, a surgeon, a neurosurgeon, a urologist, a pulmonologist? How do we all get on the same page? How do we attain balance and harmony? Sure, we want, you know, if we have a problem, we want to refine therapies that reverse them. But we don't think of the natural op options to get this relief. So the future of medicine is now and it'll involve hydration, oxygen, mental functioning. We have to talk more about meditation and we have to talk about frequencies. Sometimes all we need is to balance our frequencies and get rid of the harmful frequencies. We have to be, be, we have to be educated to determine what frequencies the body is missing to maintain health and wellness. Or are we exposed to harmful frequencies like cell phone towers, 4G, 5G? Do we have our phones and Wi-Fi on all the time, close to our head, close to our bodies? It's a form of pollution. Is, does it show its effects right away? No, neither did tobacco. Even though we were warned years and years that it could cause disease, it wasn't until cancer became rampant and chronic lung disease became rampant that anybody really took notice. Our body wants to have a state of health. It wants to be in homeostasis. That's what it wants to be. And it'll continually to try to, to cure itself. We have our own pharmacy in our bodies. We're born with it. Don't let anybody tell you that natural immunity is inferior to Rockefeller biological pharmacological immunity. So the, the medicine that we're going to talk about involves how do we assess the frequencies in our energy field? How do we deliver them? We, maybe we'll just use light. Maybe it'll just be sound. And maybe it will be like using the right frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies. And we can't forget our superior interior. We have to have a great gut health we have to keep the microbiome in our gut very healthy because that's where most of our immunity is in the first place and the gut is connected to the brain you have a gut you have a a, a barrier in your gut where you can get leaky gut you can get leaky brain they are connected and it influences our overall health overall health and disease We have to be more attentive to inflammatory foods. I mean, suppose you're doing everything that 
possible to get rid of pain. And yet you still wake up with pain or you still have pain. You have to be knowledgeable and think about what you may have eaten. If you were pain-free and then all of a sudden you you wake up with pain, what did you have for dinner the night before? Did you have any foods that were loaded with pesticides like strawberries? So we have to talk about our gut, how to keep our microbiome optimal. And as I call it, a superior interior. We have to overcome next year, overcome our our addiction to sugar and drugs. Okay, well, I don't want to get into all this, but that's what we want to do. So look, it has always been my, my feeling that dieting should occur between New Year's and Christmas and not between Christmas and New Year's. So, you know, uh, give yourselves a break and uh, enjoy this holiday season with your family. Really important. And next year we're going to, we'll get into some heavy things, uh, especially a lot of diseases that have been triggered by the uh, jabs that your doctors aren't maybe not thinking about. And we have to talk again about some natural therapies like earthing. And what are we going to do when all our primary care is uh, delivered from CVS and Walgreens? And why is life expectancy continuing to drop? If we're such a great nation doing so good in medicine, why is life expectancy cratering? Why are so many young people in their 30s having heart attacks? Why are five-year-olds having heart problems? So if our doctors are misinformed because they are beholding to be pharma, we have to know the truth. So thank you for listening. Have a great New Year's. And I hope I can deliver everything that I promise. If I can, it won't be for lack of trying. So Freddie will take us out of here for this year. We will be back next week with a brand new show. And with a uh, intermittent guest of Phil Safer, who will deliver his wellness knowledge to you. A man that... uh, brought us methylene blue, vinpositine, colloidal silver, meditation, breathing, the breath. Okay, well, God bless, be well. We'll see you next year. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just 
What to do? The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week. <laughs>